Yeah, XL. It's for the fans. Fins up. Only fans, but with a PH. You heard? Yo. White orange and teal. The physical real, you know it's a deal. It's blessed when tears are up in his huddle with water to cook up a meal. My coaching into it, a combo is chill. Play action to chase, got hunger to feel. The cheetah is loose, he's going for blood. The end of the rizzle, he went for the kill. Miami, the city, the county, the block. With stadium packs, they're dead in the lot. Thief is strong and hard as a rock. Holland's a lock, and that's what's the spot. Getting too hot, so turn up the fan. You look to the crowd, see Jimmy and Bam. Martin, Joe, and so so the man. Your fellas, roll the clip, only fans. Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy Soso, and welcome back to another season of OnlyFans, a Dolphins post-game reaction show where we bring you everything you need to know about this week's Dolphins game. As usual, I got with me my main man, the delusional Dolphin, Joel. I got the skeptic, Martin, and debuting for the first time on OnlyFans. That is Raxo in the building. What up, my boys? What's, yeah. what's up, man? One and oh, baby. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's talk about it. The Dolphins get off to a great start to the season. 36 to 34, beating the Los Angeles Chargers in L.A. And this year, we're going to do OnlyFans a little bit different. I'm going to be moderating the show. We're going to have these three guys give their opinions on some of the notes and stuff that happens throughout the game. And we're just going to keep it real Dolphins, real post game, real feelings. Now, fellas, um, I'm eager to to hear what your immediate reaction would be to the game. If you guys can keep it to a sentence or two. Uh, Rax, you're new on the show. Let's get you started first. Bro, um, all I can say is what a heart knocker, man. That's what that game was the whole ride. It was a shootout. Um, it, it was a perfect first game. It was a perfect first game. Absolutely. Mario, what were your first thoughts on this first game? Tua had a hell of a game. That's for sure. That's for sure. That's for sure. Joel, bring it home for us, dog. Uh, unreal. I mean, just uh, just an unreal game. Not a perfect game, perfect outcome, um, but just unreal. An unreal finish. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you mentioned it, Joel. It wasn't a perfect start, right? We had that, <clears throat> that first drive where we looked – Really sloppy, got off to a terrible start. Uh, actually had two fumbles on the first drive, and the second one was costly because we were inside the five when it happened. Um, Connor and Tua looked like they were a little bit out of the rhythm. What were you, your guys' opinion on how we started the game? More importantly, on how the O-line started the game, guys. I mean, if anybody was looking at that game, you know, the first snap of the game, you don't want to lose the ball. And then to bounce back and have the drive that the Dolphins did on that opening drive, you know, where they connected to Tyreek and were able to move the ball pretty effortlessly and then turn it over again because of a connection between the, the, the center and the quarterback. I mean, that's not what you want to see. So luckily we didn't give up a touchdown. We gave up a field goal, um, but that, that was obviously concerning, you know, to start the game off. It's the first no. game of the year. So to me, like you get that rust off first game and you get a W out of it. I'm yes, it's something to look at, but it's not a big deal in my opinion. I mean, listen, um, we've been seeing it since preseason. So um, yeah, I think the rust should have been off by now. I do. Um, I mean, you saw you saw my reaction to to, to the first two snaps. I 
Cut him the fuck off the team. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get him the fuck off. I mean, I overreact real fast. Like, real oh, slight overreaction. And I thought oh, I was delusional. Yeah, man. But, yeah, you know, if you think about it, what we would want to see from this team, right, that was different from last year is the immediate bounce back. And that's exactly what we saw. The very next drive for the Dolphins, Tua connects with Hill, connects with Waddle. And next thing you know, we're in a position where we can attack them on on the offense. Uh, yeah, the Legion of Zoom was definitely on and popping. More importantly, Raheem Moster was able to punch in the first Dolphins touchdown of the season. And if you look at his numbers, 10 carries for 37 yards, they don't blow you away. But we saw a commitment to him being involved in the offense, not necessarily only from the carries, but we saw him catch the ball as well. What If you had to scale it on a scale of 1 to 10, right, 10 being the absolute highest, how important do you think Raheem Moster is going to be to this offense? Uh, Martin, we'll start with you. If you're gonna ask me, you know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a twelve because I don't think we're gonna be able to sustain what what he have like forty something pass attempts. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to last year the same thing. We started off running the ball and then we just went away from it. It's a ten, easy. What about you, Joel? Uh, I mean, considering what's going on right now in that running back room, you know he is our number one. Jeff Wilson's still hurt. The rookie running back, Devon A-Chain, is uh, still hurt as well. They're still bending his shoulder. So that leaves Ahmed right behind them, who didn't have the best game. He had a real, really good, phenomenal um, preseason, which gave him the job over Miles Gaskin, but didn't really have a lot of opportunities today to create anything. With the little bit that Mostert got, you know, he he, he made something out of it, which was great to see. I mean, the, he ran hard for for those, what, 36 yards that he had. Yeah, um, so definitely, I'm, I'm with Martin, you know, with, this goes back to last year. We got to see more of the run. You know, we love to see uh, Tyreek and Tua connecting, which we're going to get to in a few, but we got to get the ball on the ground a little bit more. Rax, what are your thoughts on no, the Mostert contribution for this year? Absolutely. Mostert is a key element in the team, at least I believe so. Sure, we're going to be shooting it out left and right, but we also need to make sure that defense stays humble. And, you know, Mostert's no punk, man. He runs heavy. He runs hard. He, you know, he'll put the pads on you, and he gives us those nitty-gritty yards that, that we need to keep that defense, you know. Uh, you know, what's happening is that Mostert is going, to be, is going to be one of the receivers. You know, I, you know, key player, Raheem Mostert, bro. Absolutely. And don't forget yeah. that. Don't forget that stiff arm whenever he gets the chance. <laughs> no, and, and look, even on his touchdown run that we're seeing here, you could tell that from the get-go he was running hard. Look at that, how he evades the first initial action, makes the first contact with the first defender, and plows straight through him for the touchdown. And of course, we get the patented surfboard celebration. Oh, Surfing in LA, baby. Yes, Surfing sir. Surfing in LA. Yes, sir. <laughs> and and did. <laughs> if you guys think about it, that I think gave the Dolphins the momentum that they needed, right? Now we get into the game, the rhythm is going back and forth, and we're seeing, you know, the emergence of the relationship that Tua and, and Hill are creating. Now, let's just look at and appreciate this first highlight that we have on Tua's connection to Tyreek right. Hill for his first touchdown. Um, Field position is courtesy of CBS. Look at this. He's got Hill. That's a touchdown. Okay. I mean, dog. If I just talk to me, my voice. If there was a, it was a, if there was a time to have a perfect pass, that was gonna be it. Because you know what, I was. Everybody knows that I'm an all-time tool defender, man. I think the kid is is the promised land for me. But I've been called extremely delusional for that plenty of times. But in the beginning of the game, man, they just weren't there. 
they weren't there. They weren't there. And I was starting to be like, yo, where's this, the most accurate QB in the league? Where he at? And when he drops that perfectly in the basket like that, it's a beautiful thing to watch. All right. And, and, and not just that, Rax. I mean, uh, this guy, he, he, he does things sometimes, you know, if you're watching the game from the beginning to the end where you're like, what are you doing, man? You know, a couple questionable throws into double coverage and stuff. There was a couple to Tyreek early in the game where he underthrew him and Tyreek had to be a DB and come back to the ball. You know, on that play right there, he said, there's no way I'm underthrowing this ball. He stepped yeah, up beautifully into, into his pocket, confident, got a shout out the O-line, who, who really gave Tua a lot of space today to do his thing. And, man, he just put it on the money. And it was it was just the beginning, frankly, for the rest of the day. Absolutely. No, you can't. Honestly, overall, you saw what you, what you needed from Tua today. Although he had his mistakes, I don't expect him to be 100% every game. Uh, when we needed him, he stepped up. Um, yeah, there was some little passes here and there that I was like are pretty questionable. But overall, like he really was the offense today. Like although Hill was the contributing factor to that, Tua played very, very well. And you you talk about Tua and his importance to this offense, right? He was huge on thirds down today. The Dolphins really put the put themselves in positions where their third downs were makeable. They ended up being four of nine for third downs, um, one fourth down conversion that they were able to attempt and get. And that we mentioned it on the podcast. We needed to see them be fluid on offense, right? Because the the type of talent that is on this team is for this offense to be able to score and drive down the field. And we saw that a lot today. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you guys, what are your thoughts on River Craycap being the under you know rated hero of the game, MVP of the game? I want to know why this guy should win the award. Over a guy like Tyreek Hill who had a monster day, and over a guy like Tyreek Hill, uh, to, uh, Tua who had a monster day, he's not. He sh- no, yeah, no, he's not. He, get, <laughs> he, get a, he, he gets a he gets like a. I mean, I'm not gonna honorable, you know, you, you get yeah, you get an honorable yeah. mention, homie, and a good looks, but he also dropped one towards the end there that Tua put right on him, right in his hands. So sure, he, with the day that Tyreek had and the day that Tua had. I mean, he's you know third on that list, you know, and that's and that I mean, if you want to that's talk a good thing, plays, I'll put Jalen Phillips ahead of him. Damn, that's cool. What were you gonna say, Rex? Bro, who gave who gave him this award? Like, wait, I'm, I'm trying to figure <laughs> I'm just out. Just saying, who, we could have nominated him for the award. Nah, you're the only yo, one that's saying that. So, <laughs> yo, you'll fall like you know, right there between four and five somewhere for me. For but uh, six, there you seven, go. Five, you know. <laughs> Uh, but you um, cold, I mean, man. you guys are cold, man. But listen, no, nah, no, nah, he did his thing. Touchdown. He did his thing. River River Craycraft definitely did his thing. And he had a big touchdown to put Miami ahead for seventeen or fourteen. You know, right before the first half, and and that momentum carried into halftime for sure. Um, well, we can't go in the halftime just yet. We gotta we gotta no, no. close out that first yeah. half. I'm gonna mention it right now. Oh. Herbert led the Chargers down to the field goal range, right? And Dicker, uh, their kicker, hit a career long field goal. To tie the game, right? <laughs> seventeen to seventeen. Yeah, that's Joel's favorite kicker. Fifty-one yards, bro. What do you mean? Hey, that's his the kicker. High. That's his career high. Either way, he made it. Dolphins get the ball back. We have about ten seconds left on the clock. Tua connects with Hill down on the first play. Get some good yardage back. Now on the second play, with about four to five seconds left, three seconds left, Tua throws a ball up to. Um, Is it comma? Uh, yeah, is a comma, you know what I mean? And kind of forced the Chargers DB, J.C. Jackson, to commit a pass interference because he kind of didn't know if he was going to catch it or not, and he took a risk by running into him. 
that was a huge play. And, and we mentioned it on the podcast as well. The mentality that Tua has to take the appropriate risk right before the half in order to put us in a position. And Jason Sanders knocked down the field goal to make it 20 to 17 right before the half. Um, how impressed were you guys with Tua today? You know, Martin, I'm interested to what you got, got to say because you and I kind of share that hard line on Tua and we and what his expectations are. I think he exceeded all of our expectations for today. Wouldn't you agree? Without a doubt. Again, I didn't see other than probably I'll say just to give it a number, it was three or four passes that I was like, what the hell was going on there? But other than that, I'm not complaining. The O-line looked great on top of him looking good other than Connor Williams and the, you know, the mishaps there, he had the time. He let the ball go quick. He didn't really give uh, the old line. One of those days are like, Oh, they needed to like make him like be back there and sit. No, he got the ball out quick. He put it in that the, the, literally the right person's had that middle, literally what they have. We had like 300 yards, literally just in the middle of the field. That was insane. Yeah. yeah it, it was, it was by far, you know, it's, it's a great way to start the season. Rex, what were your thoughts on Tua today? Listen, bro, I, Tua's my guy. Tua's my guy. But going back to what you said about taking those deep shots, I mean, I, I personally give that, like I told you guys, to the big balls of Mike McDaniels going for it on fourth down, which then we were able to actually score. Now we're able to get the ball back because we still have three timeouts. And I, I personally believe that was a strategy from the get-go, man. It was going to be, uh, yeah, you find water on the crossing route for, for your X amount of yards, you take your timeout, and then you just let it ride, Tua, because I know you don't have – an 80, 80 yard cannon. So we got to get you closer and, you know, let's see what the fuck happens. And bingo, it worked out. So, you know, I, I applaud Tua and I applaud today's coaching as well. Today's offensive coaching was insane. Joey, what are your thoughts there on Tua's performance for today? I mean, these guys, these guys pretty much said everything. I just want to throw out a couple stats, reiterate them 28 for 45, 466 yards, three touchdowns, Ooh. albeit with one interception. Um, which wasn't a great throw to River yeah, Craycraft, I, I think, or was it to Berrios? I think it was to Berrios. It was to Berrios. Exactly. It was probably one of his worst decisions and worst passes of the day. Um, but he also put, you know, a couple on the money to Braxton Berrios too, you know, right to catch the, the first down right in front of the head coach for uh, the Chargers. And he was like waving it off. He was like, no, it was like, dude, that, that was one of the best throws to was thrown all day. He threw one that he zipped right in between double coverage, yep. uh, right in between the zone. I mean, you look at the accuracy, man, on some of these throws. And honestly, like, I don't, I don't know that more than a few guys in the NFL can complete those passes, you know, the things that he's doing. And then to go in to Los Angeles on the road as a dog and then grind out a, a, a win on a winning drive where you lead the team down the field and, and get the ball in, in, in this guy's hands right here, you know, when you need to and, and come up with big play after big play and seal it off with a win. I mean, you can't say enough good things about Tua. No, he definitely showed why he deserves to be the guy here and why he deserves to be in that MVP talk like he was last year. And you, you mentioned that his, his grit and ability to kind of overlook that early mistake with the interception and bounce back from that shows that he has the mental fortitude that we that we need to see for a, a quarterback of his nature. Um, One other thing I want to I'm so excited, dog. I'm so fucking excited. I know. Man, it's hard, so fucking hard to contain, dog. I'm looking yeah. at Tua right now as he develops, and I'm just like, 
fuck? I'm so proud of that kid, dog. <laughs> and then, but that's that's exactly kid, right. Dog. That's the right sentiment, bro. Because on top of that, he didn't really take any hits today. Yeah, he made a couple oh. bad throws, bad decisions on throws, but didn't really take a lot of hits. And on top of that, got the ball out when he needed to. Yes, super important. But we have to credit the O-line for that because they kept him with zero sacks in the first half. Without right? Teron Armstead. Without Teron Armstead, which was super important. And Bosa was literally putting that pressure on him all day long. But they kept him up. And, and that allows Tua to, you know, do his thing and not necessarily force throws because he can find the right guy. And we saw him do that a couple of times today in the first half. Now, in the second half, the Chargers received the ball. They march down the field. Herberg does a one-yard touchdown run to put themselves back into position. Howard, Xavier Howard had two ugly pass interference calls on that on that one drive. Um, he had three bad calls go against him today. Do you think that he's feeling the pressure or it was him like getting the kinks out of what he can get away with? What do you guys think? I mean, I, personally, I think that it was just um, the league cracking down now on more and more plays, bro. Now it's just... You know, a, a quick like like Keaton Allen said, he he hugged him on the first one. There's no hug on there. He was not hugging him or holding him. He was playing aggressive football, and he doesn't want to get beat. And he's known to hold, bro. He's known to pass interference. Just that they're they're they're, they're throwing the flags out. Yeah, <laughs> now it's a penalty, dog. So you know you gotta adjust to the league, my boy. I'm sorry. What about I'm you, Mark? What were like? your thoughts on Xavier Howard today? To me, uh, again. He he is getting a little older. Although he's not, he's still good to me in my eyes. I feel like he is getting older, so he might not be able to keep up with some of these guys. Although Keenan Allen, you know, isn't young either, uh, but right. he's a good route runner, so he he's gonna get him every now and then. And you and you'll take it. You know, you, passing interferences are gonna happen. Obviously, you don't want it in the end zone like it happened, um, because that puts your team in a bad situation. But either way, it was either a touchdown or penalty in that situation. I think. Yeah, for sure, Joel. What were your thoughts on Xavier's performance today? Yeah, that's not really what you want to see from from number 25, especially on the first game of the season. Um, you know, we, we've had issues with, you know, he we've had issues before with the, the contract and whether he was happy here or not. He's gotten his money and and um, been pretty healthy for the most part. He's been our number one guy. So you definitely want to see that. But I, I think he played great the rest of the game, honestly. I think he, you know, contained Keenan Allen as best he can. Keenan Allen can do a lot more damage than that, especially sure. with Justin Herbert. You know, so um, and then Mike Williams also got hurt for the Chargers, too. So there was one less weapon that they had out there. So it, besides those two, I, you know, I don't really think we're, we're calling out Xavier Howard. Honestly, I think he's still uh, a top corner in the NFL. He definitely could have played better today. But, you know, he, he was playing with a lot of pressure facing a, a guy like Keenan Allen. And even um, number 81, uh, what's that guy's name? Williams, Mike Williams. Big, big, big guys, big wide receivers, tough guys to, to really defend. And he did his best Somehow today. He was always fucking open. I don't, I don't understand how you can leave a body so big open all the time, bro. And I was bro like, an, another I'm thing is that we – they have. Sorry, Martin. That guy that they have that, that scored their touchdown, like uh, I forget his name, Akbar or something like that. Like I don't, I've never seen the guy before. He's like 6'9 or something like that, bro. When he yeah. caught the touchdown and extended oh, it over man. his head, he, he almost touched, like dunked it over the, the pole. Yeah, Parham. That, that was a big-ass dude. He, he's a big target. He's a big target. Crazy, bro. That guy's big. All they got is big receivers, bro. So I mean, Damian Howard's not the tallest guy out there either. No, but but again, we saw the 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 res resiliency from this Dolphins team, right? They go down twenty four to twenty. Um, Tua throws that interception where he makes that bad decision to throw a jump out to Burials. Right? I think it was second down when we when we even had that interception. It was just an untimely throw, right? It wasn't really necessary. But then on the next defensive um, series for the Dolphins, 
uh, Cater Curl, who man, a guy who was thrown into no. uh, into the fire last no. year and, and really excelled, showed today why he can be an NFL caliber uh, defensive back. He had a huge sack on Herbert right after the turnover, um, and then allowed the Dolphins to start the dr- next drive on the Chargers' 35 yard line, which you know just ended up working out beautifully. For the Dolphins, but I want to get your guys' thoughts on Cater Kohu really solidifying that position because today he just played excellent defense. He had uh, nine solo tackles. Um, he had that one sack, one tackle for a loss, and six solo tackles. Nine t- total tackles, excuse me. That kid's a dog, man. That kid's a dog. He's been a dog since he got in this team. He's been fighting for a spot, fighting for a spot. He looks good in that four. He looks good in that number four, man. It looks like, you know, he, he, he Better earned than that Better Cook, right? He looks like he, hey, bro, listen. Fuck Dalvin Cook, dog. I got I do got to mention now that you said that the the NFL jersey changes this season have been wild bro I, that they I saw that zero's now in effect yes, so sir. Braxton Barrios is zero among with 21 other NFL players and everybody went from double digits to single digits all over the place bro I was like wait is wait. that no, I can't be oh, I, <laughs> like it took me a second to get who everybody was bro it's been wild mine what were your thoughts on cater today I've been saying since last year, man. He he's been one of those guys to step up, given the opportunity. He's taking advantage of it, and now with Ra- Ramsey out, even more playing time, he he's showing that he can. You know, he he's one of the guys that are gonna be sticking around for for some time. I I think you know, it, when his time comes, he he'll be one of those people to get a contract extension. I, I do feel like he is playing that type of way. No, he would definitely be one of those guys that deserve a contract extension, right? Hey, shout out Eli Apple. I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and, and say that publicly. Shout out Eli Apple. Like you you drunk? No, that's a he, good call. Played, you know, played, Eli he, Apple. He played pretty hard today. He played pretty hard today. He had some nice he, tackles. He played well. You know what I mean? He played well. He was in position a lot of times, and more importantly, he didn't get beat for big plays. That's one thing that I didn't see us right. happen in in the defensive backfield, which happened a lot last year in games where our DBs were getting beat for big games. The one big play that they really had on us was Eckler's run, and that was straight down the middle. You know, we got caught in a blitz package, and it just happened. Nah, there was another one, and and, and I'm glad. So this is a perfect segue because, you know, on that Cater Kohu sack, uh, he played great. I didn't really mention anything on Kohu, but he played great, especially on that sack. That That's huge, you know, to be able to do that from a corner blitz like that. But credit to Vic Fangio, I think, you know, for, yeah. for turning up that play because prior to that, you know, there was – one play where we did get beat deep by Keenan Allen, but we had a linebacker, an outside linebacker on him. And I'm like, why do we have an outside linebacker on one of the best receivers in the NFL? We need to have Kohu or Eli or one of those guys. And I think that he saw that, recognized that, and made that adjustment. And we didn't really see that that matchup anymore on Keenan Allen. We had our, our better guys defending him. So shout out to Vic Fangio. Yeah, for sure. There was a lot of adjustments on the defensive side today. The, the thing you're going to see different from uh, an experienced defensive mind coach like Vangio that you saw different from Flores and um, damn, I already forgot Boyer or whatever his name was. Uh, they were a lot of risk takers. Vangio is going to show you what he needs to show you. So we were pretty like pretty vanilla, our defense, throughout the game until he, certain situations like Kohu first sack and then at the end of the game when we really obviously needed that. Yeah, and he was dialing up those timely blitzes, like you said, Martin. He wasn't just sending the house just to send the house. He was definitely being very mindful about when he was doing it. And look, you got to give the Chargers a lot of credit and Herbert a lot of credit. That offense is the real deal. Um, Kellen Moore 
uh, as an offensive coordinator is, is the real deal, right? Um, they charged down after we went up 27 of 24 with that Hill touchdown. They marched down the field, 10 plays, 75 yards, capped off by a Kelly one-yard touchdown run to go up 31 of 27. And at that point, they had four straight red zone appearances and four straight touchdowns. In my mind, I'm thinking, you know, what we talked about in the chat, which was where the hell is, where the, hell is the defense going to be able to make a stop? Next drive for the Dolphins, that's when we see Braxton Berrios make his big contributions to the game. He made back-to-back -back huge catches on the next drive. Um, you know, he even caused the Chargers to use a challenge and lose a timeout. And then, um, you know, Sanders ended up kicking a field goal. Hill couldn't bring down a catch. We are up uh, to bring the claim to a one-point game, 31-30. Again, Howard with his third penalty on that next Chargers drive gives them an opportunity to get close enough to kick a field goal and put themselves ahead 34 to 30. And that's when things change really for the Dolphins and the offense. We saw this next play by Tyree Kill and Tua. And again, it's courtesy of CBS, but it's just amazing to see these guys connecting like they are right here. Tungavailoa hunts the block. Tua on the move, going deep, speed race. He's got him! He's got him! James, what a play! Again, that's that a cheat code. That guy I'm is here. definitely yo. I'm here. No, nah, but a couple <laughs> of things you want to know on that play. You know, you Talk look at <laughs> look at look at Tua's you know pocket awareness and his pocket presence and and how he Absolutely. reads how it's collapsing around him. Steps up, sees Tyreek right. It's collapsing around him right there. Steps up, sees Tyreek, doesn't give up on it, and just launches it right in the perfect spot. He overthrows that. He gives the safety a shot to catch up. He underthrows it. The DB's right there. Through it where only Tyree can make the play. Excellent call. And again, just the trust that he has in himself and in, and in Tyreek Hill to say, I know that if I put it enough out there, Tyreek Hill's fast enough to make that play. But Martin, what what'd you think on that connection right there? No, that, that was the best pass I've ever seen him throw. That's why wow. it gets wow. better. There's, there's that a was better one after that. That, wow. that. No, that was perfect. The fact that he literally overthrows maybe a little more and Derwin James either hits the ball or hits Tyreek Hill. And yeah, that, that was – and he protected Hill, which I feel like is a big part. So, yeah, that was a perfect throw. The, that's a, the, that's the, a good candidate. The final touchdown, yeah. I think, is the best throw. Nah, we'll nah, see. We'll no. get to that, it. We'll no. get to it. The fans can make the decision. Rex, that to was, me. What was your thoughts on that touch on that throw right there between Hill and and Tua? It, it's just you can you can see the, the 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 evolution of our quarterback, bro. Our QB one, you know, knows that he needs to get out of trouble, but he he's constantly still searching. And then his mechanics, bro, like he threw that on the move um, to his opposite side. You know, it it's not like if it was on to his left side, it was to his opposite side on the yeah. move. You know, in the air, and it was a perfect dot. So it's like. I, I I I I get tired of defending the guy, bro. I'm glad I don't have to defend him. He can just ball out like that. No, um, that you there's no, there's no this need to defend that. Yeah. There's no need to defend that. Hell no, not this <laughs> week. Right? God, Mario, why? Why? I've got, I've got six stages. I gotta be that guy. Store, I gotta be that guy. Listen, listen, there's no need to what defend know, that guy this week. Because right after that, we saw this connection to put the game away. And they go to the end zone and I mean I mean, what one thing I want to point out here is Tyreek Hill is five foot ten. Five foot ten, baby. So that wasn't that wasn't a, a Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones feed. Let him jump ball, go get no, Papa. That's put it right on in between the numbers for you. 
I mean, just that throw is just unreal. Yeah, all you gotta yeah. do, is, all you gotta do is is, is be tight, re-kill, and find it, catch it, and make sure that it comes in because it was it was where it was supposed to be at. We just needed to throw it to the receiver that was gonna catch it, and um, you know, you know who was gonna catch it. It was gonna be Cheetah, one hundred percent. The reason you know, why that one, unlike him, but you know, um, yeah, throw it to Tyreek. The other one, the other one's a lot better to me is because you have cover like help over the top. You have to throw it literally in the perfect spot, or your running, or your receiver is gonna get hurt. Like you're, you're gonna get hit. Something's gonna happen. There was no like he could have thrown it maybe a little more out, and it still probably would have been a touchdown. I get it. It was a perfect pass. I'm not knocking. I'm just saying the other yeah, one's no, better no, no. to me because of that. No, I get it, man. And look, well, again, the throw was perfect, and that's back to back perfect throws that Tua had on an important drive. So you know many of them in this game. Yeah, no, for sure, but just important throws on the important part of the game on an important drive in order to get the victory or put yourself in a position to get the victory. And yeah. that's the stuff that we need to see from Tua on a consistent basis. And when he's healthy and he has time to throw the football, this is the the result. You know what I mean? You're gonna get throws like this, and you're definitely gonna get uh, touchdowns like that. Then we got, um, you know, the sack that ends the game. We kick the ball back to the Chargers, and then this pretty much is over by... Yeah, but what a roller coaster. Look at this guy. Trying to get paid. I mean, but what a roller coaster of emotions this was because, like you mentioned earlier, you know, going into that, the Chargers were five for five in the red zone. Yes, sir. Four touchdowns yeah. and, and a field goal. We 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 weren't really able to stop them. You know, we had one real big stop that we we backed them up in, you know, against their own goal line and, and they had to punt it away. But besides that, you know, no takeaways, no turnovers, you know, uh, not a lot of sacks before the last couple of the game and the Cole no who won. <laughs> you know, so like it, it was kind of underwhelming from our defense and to see them close out, you know, the end there uh, with, with, the, with those sacks. I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was really a, a hell of a performance and, and, and a great way to start the season. <clears throat> Excuse me. It, it's you couldn't ask for a better road trip start to the season. Honestly, you go out there against a, a an opponent that you know is going to be contending for playoffs, a, a team that is going to be comparing comparing their quarterback to your quarterback for the rest of their careers, and overall just another AFC opponent that you're going to have to beat in order to get good positioning for the playoffs. And the yep. Dolphins achieved all of that um, in one okay. shot just by going out there and getting this important dub on the road, thirty six to thirty four. And and it, it it sets a tone, bro. Like because now we you know we have a, we have a Next two road trips. Now we're going over to New England, um, hostile environment, Gillette Stadium, in, insane. They just and lost today. Yeah, yeah, they did. So you know what? We show up in there with with with, with this little fire in our gut, and we know what we have to fix. We know what we what we got to do. We know we have the power, bro. We just we just got to finish and execute. That's all it is. So it, this game was definitely for me. I I see every game as a must win, but it it just it it. It just felt like today was a must-win to show the rest of the league. It's not just the Jets out here right now, bro. Like the Dolphins are out here contending. Stop fucking around with us, man. And um, you know, we got to put up thirty-plus points just to prove that. Well, uh, that's I guess the the whole the thirty points is another reason why I'm gonna jump to my. What's the only thing you would change from this game? You always have to have something. What's that one right. thing of the game? What what asset, what facet of the game would you have changed or look for improving either coaching, special teams, defense? And what is what, it for you, Mark? I have one. What is it for you? Lack, lack, lack of run game, I, man. I, I, I got to see it more. I don't care if it doesn't oh. work. Like, 
you know, five five plays. I need to see it. I, I don't. You don't want to shoot out every game. Like you don't want to have to score like that. And the fact that we're passing so much puts you in a position that like you're gonna be third and ten, third and eight that you're gonna need to pass. You need you need a third and two to be able to run the ball and not have to pass it every play. Although they lost, I love the game plan of Kellen Moore. They were able to do both things in the game. Herbert didn't have a great game. That's who cares. They ran for over 200 yards. You know what that is to keep your your uh, quarterback, your franchise quarterback healthy after coming off a, a injury like he did with a fractured rib or something like that he had. You want to do the same for your quarterback, and you're not going to do a 44 pass attempt. Yeah, we definitely had the opposite there, right? We had 45 attempts throwing for Tua and 20 attempts uh, as a team rushing. Chargers were on the opposite of that. Uh, about 33 throws for Herbert today versus 40 attempts on the rush. Joel, what would be the one thing that you changed this week if you had to change something? Um, red zone stops, man. That's that's the biggest one that stands out to me there. You know, yeah, I love you know love the confidence that we have, knowing we can take the ball the length of the field, score, put up points. You know, big plays, electric plays. Uh, I'm with Martin. I would like us to run the ball more. You know, to to just to keep two healthy and make sure he's you know we're not overusing him. Um, but at the end of the day, I think the red zone stops. You know, I, I want that defense to be you know nice and polished. And I know it's just the first game of the season, and they made plays when it counted most. Um, but red zone stops. That's a great I, call. I, I agree. Rex, what about you, my speaking, boy? Speaking, speaking on the defense, I mean, I, I agree with, with you guys as well. Um, the run game definitely would like to see more. But um, anybody who watches that film sees one thing. Yo, hit them up the gut. They're soft out the middle. Like, the defense really needs to stop this run. We really got to figure out how to, how to stop the run because I didn't see a good run-stopping game today. I don't know what, what game you guys saw or if you agree or not agree. But anybody who looks at that film says they can't stop the run, so pound the fucking ball down their throats and see what happens. Um, you know, just my opinion. I, I feel like that's that's a topic that should be addressed. Stop that's a great the call. Numbers. That's a great call because we almost gave up uh, about a hundred yard performances to two running backs on the same team. That's no bueno. Yeah. What were you gonna yeah. say, Mark? This, this number stands for something to me. We only literally had a four man front most of the game, yep. so we were pretty weak. Up there, although yeah. you know you expect your big guys to do something, I'm not I'm not giving them excuse, but like we're again we're playing a very vanilla uh, uh, defense, so it was like we're we're trying to play safe, everything in front of us, everything in front of us, and that's why you know those yards accumulate. I'm not giving them the excuse, but I feel like as the season goes on, you're gonna see a much better run defense. As we were number four, top five last year, that wasn't really our issue. Our issue was the fact that we had we gave a big plays. We're not doing that, and you know you want to limit the touchdowns, but you know you gotta you gotta give and take. Give and take. That's very fair. Very definitely agree with you. I feel like this defense is definitely going to get more cutthroat as the season goes along and as they get more familiar. We're also missing a big part of that defense just in Jalen Ramsey. He's a guy that can defend those big body receivers, big tight ends, and having him out there would have definitely made a difference today. But it's on to next week. We got the dub. First game of the season is yep. a wrap. 36 yeah. to 34. And before I leave, I want to get your guys' thoughts. I'm going to put the four-way screen on. But I want to get your thoughts on this stat that I'm going to drop, and we're going to close the show on. Here's a list of drop. players in the NFL, right, with multiple road games of 450-plus passing yards and three or more touchdowns in a game. You ready for this, boys? Joe Ooh. Montana. Let me know if you heard of that guy. Montana? Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes. Super Bowl winning. Patrick Mahomes, by the way, and That's Boomer Sison. Last name on that list, a guy you might see down here for a while. That's Tua Tagovailoa. 
Yeah! Hey, Matt, did you guys see that guy's drip coming into the stadium today? Was that boy was wearing the 2000s logo everywhere. Like, everywhere. I'm talking no, about. No, you don't even know. That was the, the Kith drop. <laughs> that was the Kith collab, the Kith and uh, NFL or whatever. <laughs> that jacket is hard. I wanted to get it, dog. It is wild. Wow. dolphin in Oh, you soul. wanted to get it or you still want to get it? I don't think it's sold out. Forever. <laughs> but bro, yeah, he 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 definitely has a chip on his shoulder. And I don't know if it's Ryan Clark's comments. I don't know if it was you know worldwide comments after last year and everybody saying he should retire after a couple bad injuries. I mean, you know, no, that, that guy the that. guy looks dialed, he looks focused, and I'm I ready think, for it. I'm I here for ready. it, boys. All right. Before we leave the show, y'all, let me get a thumbs up or a thumbs down if you think we're gonna win next week, primetime Sunday night football against the Patriots. Martin, wake up. Tough game, but yeah. Tough All right, look at that. A full thumbs up across the board. So you know what Man. that means. We got no choice but to get this dub next week. Gentlemen, it's no been choice. an honor to do this first week of OnlyFans Season 2. 305 is in the building. You guys know what to do, man. Make sure to follow this team. That's Joel, the delusional Dolphin fan. We got Martin, the skeptic, and we got delusional fan number two. I am Rax in the building. Good job today, guys. Good seeing you boys, man. I'm uh, I muted everybody right there because it's your boy so and I'm gonna close off the show right now. You know, you guys know what to do. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about OnlyFans because we're gonna be bringing you this every single week, every single Dolphins game. Immediate reactions to what we just saw on the big screen TV. You already know what to do. Tell a friend to hit, and when you tell that friend, let them know to hit that subscribe button and drop a like and a comment. Till next time, peace.